Neil with the Dastardly Gentleman. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Wow, zero introduction. Look, look. Welcome up, everybody? back, everybody. Look, it's been a while, obviously. With me, we're gonna, I we're gonna do this thing and we're going to ignore the lotion on Neil's nightstand. <laughs> why you got to bring that shit up? Fallen <laughs> is the loneliest number. <laughs> Anyways, shut up. Uh, with me, I have oh, Frank. Okay. <laughs> Say hi, Frank, you asshole. Buenos tardes, muchachos. You know I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> and OG Ryan. Say hi. Hey, everybody. So it's been a while. I'm back in the saddle again. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about um, Matthew McConaughey. No. Uh, maybe a little bit. <laughs> Maybe maybe a smidge. Do we have to? A teeny tiny bit. <laughs> I'm trying to be so patient for you. Just... <laughs> Please just. All right, we're gonna talk about the Dark Tower because Frank really wants to talk about it. So go. He's okay. got some shit that he needs to get off his chest right now. It's like it's like it's like an open letter for therapy. <laughs> I mean. Like they ruined the movie, like in the very beginning. Because I mean, I know that like a lot of people were saying, you know, like, like oh, it's not for for. I've heard two stories, two versions. Where one was, you know, well, it's supposed to be. Wait, do we have a spoiler warning? I mean, we could we could make one. I made one. Remember? Spoiler warning! Spoiler warning! I mean, it's too late now. I mean, this is live. We're doing it live. I didn't think about it. I didn't think about it till right now. So look, if there are spoilers coming. <laughs> Lots and lots of spoilers. Brace yourself. Spoilers book, are coming. Book so, and movie spoilers. Well, so far, nobody's watching, Everything. so they're not going to get this warning. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Put it in the description. I should just like write late. it down. Just fucking, just, like... just fucking do it. <laughs> oh, no. Did I freeze? Or, right. froze, so, I froze momentarily, which would have been perfect if there was actually something written on there. Careful so there. at the very beginning. Hmm? Say like, careful there. Yeah, crashing again. That's true. Uh, so in, in the very beginning, they say, um, "It's like the the gunslinger. The gunslingers are uh, dedicated to defending the Dark Tower." I'm like, "Nope, turn it off." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "What? Sure not." Good job, everyone. So in the book, <laughs> in the book, the gunslingers are like an order of knights, which is what they they, they describe them as in, in the beginning little text in, in the like the gunslingers are an order of knights that are de- de- determined to protect the dark tower. And I'm like, mm, no, they are knights, not to defend the dark tower. The dark tower is just sort of there. It exists. It, it is somewhere out in the middle of everything. It's just known. Nobody worried about it because it's the fucking dark tower. What are you going to do? Destroy literally all of creation? Spoilers, yes. But <laughs> like, they never worried about it. They didn't care because nobody could get to it because there are there different levels. There was there's in world where the gunslingers lived, mid world where some gunslingers were sort of at periodically, and then there was end world, which is where the dark tower is. Gunslingers primar- primarily were like literally worlds away from the dark tower, so they didn't really. 
interact with it. Nobody did, really. Uh, so this this idea of gunslingers were specifically to defend the Dark Tower, I'm like, eh. And it just ended up turning into this, like, oh, it was just a shit show because they tried to take all of the books and shove them into this 90-minute movie, and it blew my mind because there's seven fucking giant books. I think the shortest one was The Gunslinger, like yeah. the, his original short story, and it was like 500 fucking pages. And so, I mean, so then, like, the, at the very end, the seventh book was, like, 1,700 pages. It was unfucking believably big. <laughs> and they just covered all of it. And I know that before, I was like, man, I, I, I love the fact that Idris Elba is going to be in this movie. He just seems like he's going to be gritty. He's going to be real. It He was terrible. I mean, like, he he comes into the movie. First of all, Jake Jake Chambers is apparently the fucking star of this movie. Uh, Roland is like a substar. It was it was crazy to me. He de- Roland Roland Deshane, the main character of the fucking book, the gunslinger, doesn't even show up until the first thirty minutes are over. You have to spend like thirty minutes with Jake's fucking family, and I'm like, no one cares. No one gives <laughs> a from shit. What, about and from what I understand, everyone, I haven't seen the movie yet, but from what I understand, they weren't even really his parents from the book. No. Not even like they were complete. They completely changed their characters as well. For totally. no fucking they reason. They weren't even the same. I mean, like, okay, so before I was saying, I was saying, like, I've heard one of the defenses was that, like, this is his second round. Th- okay, this is before the spoilers thing. So this is we're supposed to be his second round through the tower, and I'm like, if that's true, then he should have the horn. So immediately, no, it's not, because then also Jake wouldn't exist, because it's different every time. It's the same journey, different every time. So. But then going back to Jake's parents, yes, you're right. And, and what blows my mind even more, do you remember what his parents did in the book? Yeah, his dad was some sort of TV personality, and his mom was basically a whore. Yep. I mean, his dad was a high-powered <laughs> TV executive that ran his own television network. Yeah. They lived in a penthouse in Manhattan. He never saw his parents because his dad was always at the office banging his secretaries. His mom was always off getting high as a kite and banging random dudes. And he was always at the penthouse with the maid. Greta and, Shaw. Yeah, Greta Shaw. And yeah. Elmer Chambers was his dad. And I don't remember the mom's name because she wasn't really consequential anyway. And in, in, the, in the movie, Elmer Chambers was a fucking firefighter. <laughs> and he died in a fire. And, and so then he's got a stepdad that doesn't like him. And I'm like, and they live in like this like shitty little um, like one two bedroom apartment in Brooklyn. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And, and I'm like, this isn't even the same. And they live on like the second floor. I'm like, this is literally all wrong. And then so the movie just drags itself out. And like everyone's doing the pro- the prototypical like, oh, look at Jack. He's drawing his pictures. He must be crazy. I'm like, dude, these these pictures are fucking banging, though. <laughs> I mean, like, even if, like, even, he could literally say nothing, and and the and people would be like, you're a pretty talented artist. I love that people's immediate reaction is like, kids drawing must be fucking nuts. <laughs> I don't, I don't even you know that the world thing. doesn't do that. Like, I mean. How is that a thing? Who's saying this and why? Literally everyone. I mean, anyone that comes in contact with this kid just looks at that fact that he draws and they're like, must be crazy. Oh, like, you mean in the I'm like, in the apparently movie. art doesn't exist in your fucking world? Okay. Um. And another <laughs> thing that I've, that I've heard that they never explained is why exactly he's having these visions and making these drawings of them. There's no explanation for it at all. 
there, there is, there is, but there isn't. So, I mean, do you remember what they called um, the the semi psychic waves that people the got? Touch. In? The touch. Okay. Yeah. They completely changed the name of it. The, they made it the Shining, didn't they? Made my eyes want to bleed because <laughs> I'm like, do you remember? It was years ago. It was like literally one of the only Simpsons episodes I've ever watched, where where the the Scottish groundskeeper, crazy Scottish groundskeeper guy or whatever, he's really? like, yeah, he was like, he's like, hey boy, you got the shinning. That's all I could think of the whole fucking time. Like any time that like Jake was like, he's like, I'm gonna do a thing, and I was like, hey boy, you got the shinning. It's strong with you. And, and I'm like, I don't know why this is happening. Why would you change the name? Why would you change the name of something so fundamentally like it's important, but it's not important? You know, I mean, I don't get it. It's like it would be like, you know, you have like the Star Spangled Banner and, and like, but you but you change the name of the country, but it's clearly fucking America. They you might know? as well I'm have like, called it the quickening. Yeah, I mean, I just don't I don't understand. I, I don't understand what, why you would do that. It makes no sense to me. And so then you. They they changed that, which is unnecessary, and then you finally get into the gunslinger's world. And then, do you remember, like in, in the gun in the book, Roland's obsession was the Dark Tower. The everything Dark Tower. the Dark Tower. That was yeah. it. That was that was the apotheosis of everything. And the the Man in Black was just a stepping stone there. And in this movie, as soon as Jake comes in contact with Roland, he he says, "You're a gunslinger." And then he goes, "There are no more gunslingers." They show that in the trailer, and I'm like, "Eh." That's a strike against Roland's character. I'm like, you know, whatever. He's embittered. I get that. And then he he starts to talk about. Uh, he's like, you're you're gonna save the Dark Tower. And then he's like, look, I don't, the only thing that you need to understand. He says, I don't care about the tower. The only thing to me is killing the Man in Black. That's all I care about. I'm like, that's not even what the the. That was roll never credits. Roland's goal at I'm like, all. Roll credits. This movie's over because he doesn't care about the Dark Tower. You kill the Man in Black. They meant fucking nothing. I mean, it meant <laughs> nothing if you killed the man in black. Okay, everyone else is still trying to destroy the fucking tower. So I mean, like, I mean, it, it's so, I mean, it's so asinine to me too because he says, you know, he acknowledges the dark tower comes down and then reality as we know it ends. I mean, he says the whole world's covered in darkness, but whatever. I'm gonna ignore that. Uh, and and so, but I'm like, you are acknowledging that the universe as you know it ends. You know that the, the man in black is trying to destroy the dark tower. You just say, I don't care about the Dark Tower. I mean, don't you think you should care at least a little? Since it was like your creed and your and your motto throughout the entire thing was that of this made up bullshit Stephen King-ish universe was to save the Dark Tower. That's what your whole fucking order was supposed to be for. But because you lost at Jericho Hill, which they never explain, uh, they just call it a great battle. I'm like, fuck you, it has a name. And, and I don't know why they like give proper nouns to everything else, but like like they 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 don't give it to really important events like that. They have the Dixie pig in the movie and they are very specific. The Dixie pig, this, the Dixie pig, that and I'm like, then why don't you bring in Jericho Hill? You could literally mention it once passing. And I would have yeah. accepted that. Um, so, didn't, didn't they make the Roland's father? He, he was killed by the man in black straight up. Okay. So now dude, such it, fucking bullshit. Walter's power was always basically illusion. And and he, but in this, he has a straight up power of death. He yeah. walks up to people and he just goes, "Stop breathing," and they just. <laughs> and I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I, I mean, I was honestly like, I looked over, I looked over at my wife and I said, "Why do you even need the tower?" I mean, like, if you can make anyone do anything you want to ever, because at one point in the movie, he makes two people fight to the death, 
And and he goes, enjoy the show, folks. The whole restaurant of like 60, 80 people just stands up and turns around and okay. watches these people beat each other to death. And okay, I'm like, status. yeah, I'm like, then why do you need anything else? <laughs> I mean, like at this point, you're already basically deified. Just, you know, continue on about your life because it's fantastic. So, I mean, and then one of my, my hugest complaints, you just, uh, was with Matthew McConaughey's character because they said they call him the man of black. And I just, um, I just, I just, I know, I know here that someone was like, you mean like Johnny Cash? <laughs> because they made him look like fucking Johnny Cash. And it just makes me no. so angry. Walter O'Dean was the like archetypical, like hideous, like disfigured wizard. Like yeah. that you would think of from a fantasy story, black hood, fucking wizard. Yeah, he had to have the hood. <laughs> he was, was not this handsome, charming young man. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, you know, he's like, and he all throughout the entire thing, like Walter's doing these quippy one-liners, and that was something else that made me crazy because, like, do you remember, like, in the book, in the very beginning, Walter is the one that went to Keystone Earth and killed Jake, mm-hmm. so that he would go into Midworld and be loved by Roland, etc. And then that story continues. In the movie, he has absolutely no fucking idea who this kid is. He is one of a faceless horde of psychics or people with the shinning that they're that they're kidnapping and shoving in this Death Star tower breaking ray. Oh, that was another thing that they said in the in the very beginning. It says that um, it is said that the dark tower will be brought down by a single child. And I'm like, where? <laughs> I'm Not like, even look, once. <laughs> I'm like, this look me in the I fucking face. Look me in the fucking face and tell me that there is a child anywhere in any earth ever that can bring down the entirety of creation with thought. I mean, come the fuck on. That, that made me like, I, I saw that and I was like, I was like, <laughs> just turn it off. I just spent $14 for this. <laughs> I was very depressed. And I mean, like, there's so much, there's so much in the movie that I, I like especially like the parts where it involves Roland actually using guns it just made me go because I'm like eh, I think this movie was done by people who have never actually used guns or gun belts or yeah, been around much, guns pretty much before. apparently the only impressive things that he you know impressive things that he did with his guns all in the trailers yeah oh, just watch it. the fucking trailers I mean there there was a scene <laughs> Because like he's got like this 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 goofy gun belt, which I I laughed at as soon as I saw it. Because like it it's got the I mean it's got the bullets on the side, and then it's got like these little pouches where like it holds like six shooter bolts, but they're like kind of sort of in there, but not really. And and at one point he opens the cylinders, and he bangs them against these like the the pouches of bullets, and then snaps them closed. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't he didn't touch anything. Reloading via it. osmosis. I'm like, he just banged him against his legs and they just reloaded. And I'm like, <laughs> that doesn't work like that. This is like, I feel like the, the the action scenes in this were designed by the same people who were probably the same group of folks that think AR-15s jump out of your closet and start shooting people in the street. They're just magical, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh my God! But like, I I mean, he, he reloads it like that and then he does the... He does the one where, like, you know, he he rolls the cylinders along his belt, and he just touches the back of them. They fall down through the gun belt, and I'm like, but they would just fall down normally if you could just push on them. I have thoughts, and I don't understand how people can look at this movie and be like, oh man, that's so actiony. <laughs> and then remember, like, so I took the trailer. O- OG and I did this, and we were and we were laughing 
probably a lot more than we should have. And we were as we were watching it, there, there's a scene you can see it in the trailer where he he rolls the cylinder out and he does this little pinchy motion thing and he drops a bunch of bullets down and it looks really kind of cool. But if you slow it down, and even if you don't slow it down, now that I've seen it in the theater and and I and it didn't slow down, he's doing this thing to drop the bullets. But there's like he's like he's holding like that and a bullet comes out. So like they're coming out at a different speed <laughs> yeah. than his hand. <laughs> and I'm like, did no one notice this? <laughs> I'm like, I can see it playing his day from here. I'm like, that's goofy. It's goofy. Look, it's it's very it's very uh, uh, abnormal looking. And then, you know, of course, in the trailer, they do the he he throws the fistfuls of bullets in the air and then he just kind of scoops him up and then starts shooting his guns. I'm like, that doesn't happen. There is literally no one on the planet who can do that. And I mean, and I don't care. You could come at me with the he's from a magical land and he's a magical nightman. I don't fucking care. He can't do that. Literally, no one can do that. <laughs> and then, I mean, and then. They, they get so ham-handed and trying to explain shit to you. Like, things that, I mean, at this point, I'm like, but now you want exposition? You haven't explained anything else throughout this fucking shit show. I mean, like, <laughs> but now you want to explain things? Like, you know, and it, it's it's done in such deadpan, like, uh, awkwardness, where, like, Matthew McConaughey is talking about uh, the gunslinger and, uh, and, and just out of nowhere, no one particularly asked him. He's like, he has the guns of ale. You might know it is. Keystone Earth is. Excalibur. And I'm like, I am hurting. I am physically hurting right now. <laughs> and, and, and and it is true. That is part of the story. Arthur Eld, who wielded Excalibur, had his guns melted down, and they have been passed down from generation to generation. That's what makes those particular guns so powerful and so important, because he could use them to exterminate demons and all other kind of evil shit. Probably could have served it a little easing that in a little bit. Or you could have tried to world build a little bit so that it didn't seem like you're a fucking asshole whenever you say it. <laughs> and then so then like you we, we know Roland is not from there. I mean, openly acknowledge he's not from our earth. He's not from Keystone Earth. He comes through, which was another weird thing, because they come to this nondescript town and it like there's tons of people and everyone knows he's a gunslinger. And I'm like, he's never been here before. And, and they're like, they'll have Sears there. And I'm like, but if you're going in one, if you're going in a linear direction, chasing a person who's been running in a single solitary direction for the longest time, how do you know that there's a village out there? <laughs> how do you know they have seers? Moreover, when you got here, how did you know they had a functioning portal that they could just open to go <laughs> right back to Keystone Earth? Yeah, dude, <laughs> seers went out of business. <laughs> right? right? No, they're still around. They're still good. Yeah, and, and I, I mean, like they. They ha and they have the technology to f to open this portal between the worlds. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and then and then they're like, they're, it's so fucked up and it's so funny because they're making this thing work and they're getting everything together. And then Jake's like, is it really going to work? And he's like, and one of the elders goes, no one knows how this technology works. And I'm like, should you be qualified to operate it then? Because you guys are fixing it right now. You're saying it's going to work. You're saying it's going to take us somewhere and you're going to make us walk through. We might die. You have no idea where we're going to go. I mean, Is like, this going to work? 
Shit, man, I have no idea. He's the other girl, the elder, and he's just like smoking crack out of a pipe. He's like, man, fuck, I don't know, but I'm transcending. <laughs> I'm going through some fucking door. <laughs> so then, and that, that was another thing that I heard about that kind of pissed me off is that they made the port. There were portals in mm-hmm. in the Dark Tower series, but right. they were literal doors. Yeah, like actual fucking doors on a Door frame and everything <laughs> yeah and in this they were like wobbly fucking sci-fi portals they weren't every doors. one of them <laughs> if you take if you take the symbol for rainer's raiders from starcraft 2 and you just take out oh, the yeah we saw that it yeah it looks like the same symbol i swear to god somebody was probably playing starcraft me like that almost looks like a door and they're like <laughs> they just color it in white and they're like oh my god it looks like a door and then someone's like boom dark tower movie <laughs> like, I just, I mean, I can, and now that after I said that, I'm like, I literally cannot not see it now. And, and so they have like sci-fi Stargate looking motherfuckers that like, and they've got a little, they've got a little, boop, 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 boop. and, and that's, oh man. And they, and they tell you right off the bat, Keystone Earth is 1919, no explanation. And, and they're little like rose symbols, which I'm assuming the directors were like, this is a nod to the books. I'm like, no, that's critical information. Actually. <laughs> I mean, like. If we we're yeah, talking about, I, I heard there were a lot of a lot of little references and like Easter eggs dotted here and there, but not nearly enough to make you give a shit. I mean, even it, if you knew about them, and it was mostly because it was like it was almost like a being offensive. You know, I mean, it's like it, it's like it's like for, it's it's like really fucked up foreshadowing in like the story of Anne Frank. You know, <laughs> I mean, like yeah, it's like we got to go over that Bridgeford, like <laughs> like oh. <laughs> Please, no. So then, like, they get this portal to work, and I don't understand. I mean, they don't know how it works, and, and they're like, well, they get the parts. And then the Tyheen attack, which I was like, why are the Tyheen attacking? That's random. <laughs> so the Tyheen in the book were like, they were, they, were, they were mutated people, bird, animal things. But, like, they were conscious. They all had, like, tribes and homes and thoughts, and most of them were more or less pacifist. These guys were straight-up Urukai. <laughs> and I'm like, you are not, you're not Tyheen. I hate to break it to you, movie people, but they're not Tyheen. They look kind of like slow mutants, but these motherfuckers could run, so they were fast mutants. And so then Roland gets sick, and this was like, this was like an Easter egg nod, because the, but the thing that pissed me off about it, so he gets stabbed through the shoulder, and, and it, and it, but, oh, sorry, stabbed through the shoulder. Remember, right hand. It's just like it was in the book. So it, his hand gets infected. But he can't really use it, so he's like, Nib. so he doesn't lose his fingers like he did in the book. But you know, he can't move his arm. I'm not even fucking kidding you, Ryan. He went from right arm, left arm, right arm, left arm, and then back to right arm. And then he was in the hospital. They took Roland to the fucking hospital in in Earth. And this is where the awkwardness of this fucking uh, movie comes in because, so he's not from he's not from Earth, but he has a bunch of like you know mid world lingo, and they start making him like use it to everyone. And in the books, Roland was like, he, whenever he actually was on Earth, he was like, mm-hmm. And people would talk to him, and he'd be like, mm-hmm. And because he, he's like, I know how I would say, how I would talk to you, but I know that that's not how you would understand me. So he would just wouldn't say much, if anything, or just simple one word, you know, yes or no's. But in this, I mean, like, I don't well, know. Well, I mean, and, and Roland was familiar with the low speech. He could use it I, if he needed to. 
but he but the, but he had he had individual idioms for certain things that he was trying to avoid just using because it would make you sound incredibly foreign. I mean, he still did to a lesser degree, like, like you know when he went to go get a, a sub sandwich and he referenced mayonnaise as cum. Yeah, that's definitely. I want something that doesn't look like cum on my sandwich. <laughs> Apparently, mayonnaise isn't a thing in midworld. Like, I'd have been like, I can't eat this now. <laughs> Thank you. Here, Let me just you scrape that off. Yeah, just, just, just get it off. <laughs> but no, like, so like Elba's in the Elba's in the hospital, and he gets up and he hands him this coin, and he goes, and he's like, for your services, long days, pleasant nights. I'm like. Ugh. I'm like awkward, and then he gets onto a bus, and this motherfucker. Like, I don't care how hardened you are and how many drugs that you take, he gets a literal fistful, like 16, 17 Percocets and other opiates, and just all and eats them all at the same time. And he's like, and, and then these two girls see him on the bus, and they're like, "Oh, hey, can we party with you too?" And he comes over and goes, "You've forgotten the faces of your fathers," and I'm like. I mean, you sound like an idiot. <laughs> I mean, it was painful. Most of the time that he used any kind of language that would be associated with the book, that's how it was. And it came out really awkward and, and just painful to, to watch and to listen to. And, and you could tell that, that Elba just didn't give a shit about this movie. I mean, the way that he just, the way that he interacted with stuff, I mean, even shooting the guns, he's like, pop, pop, yeah, cha-ching, cha-ching. Just pay me. I don't care. And anymore. that's kind of weird to hear because almost everything that I have heard about the Dark Tower movie is the only redeeming thing about it was Elba's portrayal of Roland. I really felt like there was a point where he just, he, I think he just got to the point where he, in the script where he's like, this doesn't make any sense. And and I, I really feel like he kind of transferred that to me at the end. Maybe it was just me projecting on him, but at one point, him and Sayer fighting, and he jumps out of a fucking window with Sayer, like fourth floor up. Now, I would like to remind everyone, Roland is fucking human. Like, mm-hmm. he has the same human foibles as everybody else. He goes out of a window. He doesn't just go out of a window and they hit the pavement be- below and then jump up and run, which would be pretty prototypical for action movies. He goes out the window, and then him and Sayer get hit by a bus. <laughs> and they go through the window while they're falling. Like, they're coming down, like, uh, and then the bus hits them and they go through the front window and land in the bus and then Sayer punches the shit out of him a few times and then throws him out the back of the window and he uh and then lands like 15 20 yards away side note Sayer is played by Jackie Earl Haley he's not like a small just got out of college actor you know he's got a pretty good pretty good rap sheet at this point for movies he's been in more or less high dollar kills him like that I mean, like, they get, he comes up, pow, and Sarah's like, huh, and he catches a bullet, and Roland's just like, bang, and then shoots him one more time, and, Ugh, and he falls over dead, and I was like, oh, he's gotta be faking. I mean, he's gotta be faking. They're like, they've been, they've been building up this vampire this entire movie, and I'm like, and he just runs past him, I'm like, nope, he did. is he for real dead? That was it? I think the guy may really be dead. The last thing that I will say because I know that we're running out of time on this subject, and that's fine. He kills the Man of Black, which, A, didn't happen in the book. I'm not going to get into that. Fine, whatever. I understand that this movie is garbage, and that we need to, we need to end, it up, end it somehow. And But the way that he does it absolutely destroys me. Like, it, it hurts me here, 
because fucking there's no, there's just literally no way. He he gets hit by stuff. Matthew McConaughey decides to fight him with sorcery, and his version of sorcery is hysterical because he stands like he's riding a horse, and then he literally does this at things, <laughs> and he moves the things while he's fighting. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, who's fucking teaching that grabbing? <laughs> Knock it off. So then he's fighting, rolling with his with his hoodoo nooju, and and then he throws stuff at him. And I'm like, this is like watching a Jedi that lost his lightsaber, and so then. He, he, so I threw the Senate at him. <laughs> the whole Senate. You <laughs> uh, <laughs> might as well have. So then he he knocks Roland down, and then you know Jake uses the shinning to to get him to wake up, and then <laughs> Roland Roland shoots at him, pop 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 pop, and Matthew McConaughey catches the bullets, and I'm like, okay, we've established that that's not going to work. So then he decides to turn into Revolver Ocelot, pop 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 pop, starts shooting. Beep, 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 and like trying to ricochet with with pinpoint accuracy at Matthew McConaughey, and I'm like, when did he learn how to do that? Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's that's insanely cool. And so he, you know, beep, beep, beep. and then at the end, when Matthew McConaughey goes to catch some, he goes pop pop and fires in quick succession in two different directions. He shoots one here, and it goes bing, and then starts to come through. And at the same time, the bullet is traveling slow enough, slow enough, slow enough. The bullet is traveling. For him to look in another direction, fire it, ricochet, and the same bullet, this bullet, for whatever reason, travels faster than this bullet, because I guess this bullet didn't have coffee, and it came, <laughs> and he shoots the other bullet, he ricochets one bullet, Neil, he ricochets a bullet, Neil, he ricochets a bullet <laughs> off of the wall, <laughs> off of the wall, and then ricochets another bullet off of another wall, Did so that they hit together. And it throws off the, the man in black's hand-eye coordination. And he could not catch the other bullet because it went this way instead of this way. And it shot him. Neil, God help me. <laughs> That's what happened. And I would like to point out, too, if he did that, if he did that, if he if, if the trajectory which that it was carrying, and he hit it, and he kept going the direction that the shot had it going, it would have gone right through his teeth. <laughs> he would keep going. He'd be like, "Ow, ow!" <laughs> he just what the fuck, him. man? Fuck you! Man. Just drops the whole building on him. Stop <laughs> <laughs> it! <laughs> but so. Kills him. so then he proceeds to like, you know, he gets shot the one time, and for some reason, this just canceled Matthew McConaughey's magic. Okay. And then Roland proceeds to just pop, 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 pop. Good old Wyatt, Wyatt Earp style and then shoots him in the forehead and then he falls through the portal and then roll credits at the very end they're like you know they they had the star wars ending where they're like they're like well i guess i could use your help and then they turn around and they go to the non-functioning fucking portal that there's an it's an exit only and they went into it anyway (laughs) they just walk the fuck in there and then just and and they're back in midworld and roll credits i'm like i don't even know what just happened it wasn't even supposed to work anymore. They said that. <laughs> I don't understand. I just want to see what Stephen King's take on it is. I don't mean like, I don't want to know his opinion. I want to know how much money they paid him to be like, we're going to fuck your movie in the asshole to death. <laughs> we're going to dirty Sanchez it. <laughs> he was I mean, there on set. Like, was he, did he do a cameo like he typically does? No. Oh. Well, I mean, he must not have cared that much. Okay, then. 
there was also a thing where I actually yelled at the movie in the theater and I was told to shut up because there there was a shameless plug for it. And that's how they're going to tie all this shit together. They're like, yeah, they're like well, I, I, I understand they're going to try to do a cinematic universe bullshit thing. They ruined it. Already. Dark Tower and it and whatever else they decide to fucking throw the in Dark here. Tower is supposed to tie it all together. The Dark Tower is supposed to be the universe. So, I mean, like you, you, you ruined it out the gate. Your first movie was not only garbage, but it was the whole series. Yeah. The entire the Dark Tower saved. It's over. Roll credits, everyone. <laughs> the universe is done. It's fantastic. Everything's great. I mean, like you don't have to go back. You don't have to worry about anything. And I'm like, well, fuck, fuck, cool. Hey. But then, like at one point, there, whenever they're in Midworld, it says Pennywise Circus, and I was like, "Suck my dick, movie." I, I'm a shameless movie plug is shameless. And one day, I want to talk about before before it comes out. I want to talk about the It movie. I won't do it today because I know Neil doesn't read, so you know I don't want to make him sit here and, and just stare at us for a while. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, we can't. We could talk about. It. Did you watch the original movie? God damn it, Neil. I guess I should, huh? Yeah. yeah. I guess I should. Um, I don't know, like... It, it seems pretty scary, and I don't like scary movies anymore. I'm scared. Can I can I touch on it briefly? Just a little bit, go. Just a little bit. All right, so the thing that made... To me, the thing that made Tim Curry scary in that movie was that he acted like a normal person, but in weird situations. Like, whenever the... When, in the very beginning, whenever he... he gets Georgie you know and he comes out under the sewer and the the boat goes down there and he's starting to hand the boat to 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 Georgie and in the in this new one uh Skarsgård is like you know here's your boat take it and he's being all creepy and scary and shit but in in the original one with Tim Curry he's like hey Georgie he's like oh you lost your boat and he just sits there and talks to him for like five minutes and acts like his friend and then turns on him and just rips his fucking arm off because that that was what made Pennywise fucking terrifying. Because he acted like your friend, and then he would terror because he but he would show up everywhere. So like there are scenes in like the book where you know the a kid gets up and Pennywise is literally laying underneath of his bed looking at him, and, and it's like whoa fuck. But he talks to you like normal, like a real person does. Sure. But like in this in this movie, this guy's like it was like set <clears throat> to like maximum creep, and like maximum scary creep. And, and to me, I'm like I just don't find that frightening anymore. Like if I go in knowing that you're just terrifying all the time, there's just yeah, there's no it just dead it just, dead. just stay away, you know. I mean, there's yeah. there's, there's no luring yeah. in, there's none of that. It's just stay the fuck away. And that's the thing. That's the thing that made him so fucking scary in the in the Tim Curry version because it was always like you know like hey, don't you want to come play? Uh, I mean that kind of sounds cool. I guess I mean, you, are you know, a clown. clowns are fun. They're fun I mean, and stuff. And that I, I mean, have missing an arm. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie, but Tim Curry, he's pretty fucking scary on his own. Like, I mean, it's Tim Curry. <laughs> so, I don't know, mate. I try to limit my Tim Curry movies just because he's he's a fucking scary guy. He's like worse than Willem Dafoe. You know? No? You don't think so? No, I'm, you're just bringing out all my hot buttons right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just... So Frank, Frank, closing thoughts on the Dark Tower movie. I mean, part of me says I want. If you've read the book, I want you to see just so you can hate it as much as I did. But 
it's a terrible movie. Like my wife hasn't read the books. And and she goes, I don't understand what was happening like the entire time. And I'm like, don't feel bad. Even the director didn't know what the fuck was happening. So, I mean, no one knew what the fuck was happening in this movie. It, it like the acting was good, but it felt like it gave up halfway through. Like, I mean, even Matthew McConaughey, I mean, like his character was just like. God damn it. I said I wasn't saying anymore. OK, so it, even his character was just kind of I mean, like it was like he started off strong and this kind of like, yeah, yeah, this is weird. That was that was the whole movie. It just, I don't know. To me, I didn't enjoy any part of it. Would you yeah, say? I wish. Would you say it's like his worst, uh, Stephen King's worst movie so far, like made from his books? No, What's second worst? worst. What's his worst? Dreamcatcher, easy. Oh, I, I did watch that. That movie it, was it fucking is, awful. <laughs> it is terrible. I mean, it's funny because it has a it has a fucking totally killer cast. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how that movie could have done so bad. Except for that, like, again, it, just like this movie, the screenwriters were looking at it and being like, needs more explosions and guns and stuff. I mean, like, you're like, fuck America. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What were you going to say? Yeah. Um, well, I was going to say real quick, I was listening to the G, the, what is it, the G Club podcast um, by the folks who run Game Grumps and stuff like that. And their latest episode, they were talking about video game movies. And I think they were talking about the Assassin's Creed movie, and they said it seems like somebody made an action film and then put an Assassin's Creed skin on top of it and then just called it a fucking day. And it seems like that's what they've done with The Dark Tower, mm-hmm. is that they made an action movie, they had this idea of a movie beforehand, and then they're like, shit, let's just get the rights to The Dark Tower and just sort of glue Dark Tower themes to it. Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with that. Because, I mean, there... it. It, it was like one of those goofy Frankenstein amalgamations of a whole bunch of different ideas that would never have worked on their own anyway. But then like they're being forced on you in like a wrapped package with another person's IP to be absolutely destroyed. It like, I mean, the only thing I could equate it to is if you've ever watched the priest movie and then compared it to the manga because priest was absolutely fucking dreadful and the manga was fantastic. And I'm like, these things aren't even close to each other, but for some reason we're using the same name and I don't know why. <laughs> just it was the same way it was with the dark tower i'm like you know like my name's roland deshane yeah i mean no i mean your name might be roland deshane but you're sure as hell not roland deshane so that's a fucking shame it was it was terrible i i i, I was absolutely spellbound i literally got done in the theater and i'm like what did i just watch i don't understand and the people <laughs> were like leaving were like people leaving were like like well i thought it was pretty good and i'm like well it's because you're fucking ignorant pleb no i i, I, I didn't say that I was like, I get that. I understand that you think that it was a good movie. Is what I said, which is basically subtext is the same thing. Mm-mm. But you know, I'm like, I don't. I'm like, I don't understand because even the people in front of me were like, was it good? I feel like a lot of people in the theater. When you're in the theater, you have like that. I paid so much money. I want it to be good. So I feel like if you go to the movie theater and you watch a movie, your initial impression is going to be, I thought this movie was good. But for me, I'm like, this movie was literally so bad that I can overlook that I'd normally enjoy going to the movies. And, and I went, I should have just stayed home. I should have stayed home. Frank, how long did you uh, spend making a video about your predictions on this movie? Like three days. <laughs> <laughs> And and Frank, what happened to that video? Sony. 
Sony happened to that video. Sony happened to my video, and they are the worst. Frank made a really good video about, you know, using the trailer footage from uh, The Dark Tower, stating his expectations, his, uh, you know, his predictions on how it was going to go, and he was pretty spot on. And you got to say that uh, even after I tried to doctor it up a bit so that we could pass the fucking copyright flags, which took me a few hours. Still got flagged for copyright by fucking Sony. So, I mean, and it's shit that's already out there. It's not like, first of all, really not making any money off this shit. Seriously. Um, secondly, if we were making money off this shit, we're talking pennies. Maybe dollars. Maybe. So... Here comes big bad Sony fucking swoop down and take our glory all the fucking time we spent. We can't even put it out there. We can't even put it out there for free. Even if we wanted to, we could say, no money. We do not want money for this video. I, I totally Which is ridiculous. Because <laughs> I I've I've watched other like Dark Tower like theories and docu and like you know, even even before the movie came out. And it was literally just thirty minutes of the both of the trailers looping over and over and over. And we couldn't get away with that shit? Come on. Yeah, and I, I cut it up so bullshit. that it was... It transitioned such as... It was only five-second snippets at a time. So, I, I don't get it. I don't, ha I don't get how people get away with it. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't, because they should. Why couldn't we get away with it, for one? For Hashtag two, fair use. <laughs> for, exactly, fair use. And for two, I mean... Come on. I, I get that there's bots out there that are looking for this shit. But... They're erring on the side of who's more likely to sue us, and that's, I mean, we're talking about Google here, YouTube, and mm. they're shitting all over the content creators. Like, they're erring on the side of big business, and that's not what YouTube's about. YouTube was always about create your own shit and put it out there and, you know, be famous on your own, you know? And here, here they are cowing to the fucking corporations, the big MPAA shit, where do you think YouTube's headed? I mean, this is getting worse every year. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally, like, uh, just this, what was it, a few months ago, they made it so that you had to have at least, uh, what was it, 100 subs um, before you start making any kind of money. Like, we're, It was uh, 10,000 views. 10,000 views, 10,000 views. Yep. So they wanted to make sure that you weren't making any fucking money unless you were the real deal. You know how long it took us to get 10,000 views? A lot. Almost a year. I mean, we're yeah. not exactly big by any means, but, I mean, and there are some of these people that put out videos that are completely retarded, and they get, like, over 10,000 views on a single video. Yeah, we have, like, that, wasn't there that one guy that, that um, he ended up in our in our stream at one point who, he subbed us and said that we should check out his channel, and just on a whim, we checked it out, huh. and one of the videos that he had was literally just him laying on his, on his couch, shitting in his pants. Yeah. And it had, like, 400 views. I'm like, is that where we're at? Yeah. Internet at large? We're gonna just, we're gonna actually click on a video of a dude just defecating his trousers? I Frank, mean, now hear me on, out. Man. What we need you to do. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hey, Squeaky, what's up? Thanks for dropping. I raised my non-existent bottle of water. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, how do you feel about this uh, this copyright shit, this, uh, this travesty that's happening to content creators? 
I think it's aggravating. Especially since it's like I was most recently a victim of it. I, I think that like stuff like that needs to have like some level of oversight. But at the same time, you know, we uh we hmm I'm trying to think of like how how to phrase. It needs to have some level of oversight, but I know that on on like a realistic level, there's almost no way that that could happen. Just because there's there's too many videos being produced at any given point. Mm-hmm. And so you would need to have like essentially like an entire army literally vetting every video and it's almost impossible to do that. So it's like I understand like the need for bots. But damn, I mean like I don't know. I don't even know like what the solution would be to something like what we had happen to us because you know, we're using a trailer that they've already put out. And you know, I guess like I guess I should have watermarked it or something so that it looked like different. I guess that's something I could think of in the future. I don't know if that'll work or not though. But I mean like it, it was it was like an entirely you know, an entirely individual piece with none of the original audio, more or less. And then just me talking over it, which, you know, I thought I did that with the Rogue One video and, and fucking Disney didn't flag us. I mean, like, I was like, fuck, Disney didn't try to take money from us. and They take money from everybody. So I was like, oh, I figure we have like a pretty good shot at it. Nope. Fuck me, I guess. Well, Disney's a little different. They don't take money from other people. They give you money. So that you never have to work again, and then they make all the money in the. <laughs> Give me money, Disney. <laughs> I will happily. I'll. I will fucking happily take money, so I don't have to work anymore. Well, I mean, they have more money than God, so they just go around and you know buy shit, buy people, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, keep making for money. sale. I, I will happily sell myself for money. I don't know how the government hasn't stepped in on that shit. I mean. I, I guess. They're like really close to pulling in a monopoly on the entertainment industry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Squeaky, we got copyright for um, putting up uh, a looped trailer of the stand, and we were, uh, or Frank was, the Dark Tower. The Dark Tower. You are right. Um, I can tell. I can tell what what one he's actually watched and or read. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I watch Pet Cemetery and, <gasps> and The Shining. But that was Those a Kubrick so good. movie. They were so good. <laughs> Do it again! 137 times! <laughs> Anyways, so Frank made a movie about the... Or movie, uh, a video about uh, the Dark Tower, and it got flagged twice, even after we doctored it. And it was a lot of work. Gone straight into the fucking garbage bin. I watched it. I laughed. I laughed at my... I thought it was great. My 9,999 damage to the Dark Tower. <laughs> It's so oh. funny too because like I did that I was I was borderline delirious at that point and like I just I saw a thing hit and I was like <laughs> I didn't think it was funny and then I did it and I was laughing like it was like three o'clock in the morning because I was trying to render it and I just threw that in there at the last second and then my wife like woke up and I'm like it's not that funny <laughs> and I'm like shut up it's funny to me <laughs> and that's what counts. <laughs> well, I mean, we didn't have a whole lot on copyright. Uh... I mean that we just say it sucks. <laughs> like it sucks. I mean it, it sucks, but it has like it has good it has good uses for as long as it's like it has good uses as long as it's being used for the right reasons. But you know, I understand that there are people out there that that I mean I've I've said this that I hate where people will take like an album cover and they'll put it there as like a picture and then they just post the song and it's just a song that's popular or recent or whatever and and people just click on it. 
and that gets him like like 150 200,000 views and I'm like I hate you. Yeah. Because it's like fuck. I mean like we actually put like a lot of work into everything that we do. Like we don't just we don't just be like oh, I recorded 20 minutes of video game and just stuck that son of a bitch in there. You know, <laughs> just willy-nilly. It's got mistakes, but fuck you. And you know, we we edit, we we put intros, outros, we we do voiceovers, annotations, subtitles, pictures. And especially stuff like the Dark Tower video and, and the Rogue One video where we put like even more editing time into it, which is hard for us because like, you know, we kind of work and we're old. And so then, you know, you we, we, we put all that effort into it and then to have it just be like, like no, nah, it contains some kind of bit of information and there is absolutely no way you can even put it on there for free. That's the thing that kills me the most is we couldn't even put it on there for free. See, here's one thing is I could have tried this and I didn't want to because... It would have cost us a, a strike on our account. That oh, no. I, I could have. Well, I mean, if if we got, you know, if if they deemed it as Sony was right and we're wrong, I could have protested it. I could have said, "This is fair use. Deal with it." And they would have <laughs> let the video run. But if Sony actually did look at it and say, "No, this is wrong. Here's the law. They're wrong," then we get a strike on our account. Well, that would have been that, to me. That would have been easy because I've been like, no. I mean, it's definitely fair use. Yeah. Well, see, what I what I've heard discussed a lot, and what I believe is that Google has the money to do it, to just hire a giant fucking crew of people to look through all this shit that gets flagged for copyright mm. infringement, right. and then just have it so if something gets flagged for copyright infringement, it doesn't immediately get taken down. Your money doesn't immediately get seized. And that somebody actually has to, a human has to actually look at this shit and go, okay, is this fair use or not? And actually train these employees as to what is fair use and what isn't fair use. And that would be totally worth it. I mean, like, if they if they actually have the money for it and they could actually staff, like, staff for it, boom, there goes, like, a huge percentage to, to unemployment down, like, like chopped immediately, whew. Tons of people to watch like internet videos, which could be really terrible. But I mean, like, yeah, just just to look for the ones that are flagged, yeah. which I can't imagine would be. I mean, I imagine it's a lot, but I can't imagine that it's so many that it would be like earth crushing. Actually, probably is. <laughs> I mean, it goes back to the, you know, people people putting like an album cover and then play a popular song. I don't know how sometimes that shit gets through. Can you get flagged for having a YouTube icon that you didn't make? Um, well, I mean, as long as uh, nobody cares. I mean, you look at like Metallica, for example. They don't want their trademark M anywhere, but on shit that they approve. So I, th that's probably going to get past the bots a whole lot easier because it's an image. But if they find out, yeah, you'll get flagged for it. Um, and I don't know if icons are something that people look for. Yeah, they generally they generally don't care. I mean, they're they're avatars, the most part. right, right. So yeah, still images usually don't get flagged. It's usually certain lengths of video or certain lengths of audio or a combination of the two. Right. Yeah. Which is why I tried to do the split trick, but that didn't work. Yeah. And and then I literally was just soul crushed for the rest of the day at work. People were like, Frank, what's wrong? I'm like. I don't want to talk about it because you wouldn't understand and you would just laugh at me and tell me it's not that important. So, fuck you. <laughs> Although I, I must say, I gotta praise Jim Sterling for figuring out the copyright deadlock. That shit is fucking hilarious to me. That is that is pretty funny. Yeah. Neil, do you know about that? Uh, wasn't that the video I sent to you? The one where you put in a whole bunch of different video games simultaneously in a video? So yep, that, that's the one. 
they couldn't video games and music money. and yep so i mean because they uh the problem that he was having is that even though his videos are free for that um he couldn't figure it they they kept trying to get strikes on him anyway See, so he's put so much shit in there what's the worst thing about it too is like if you even if you wanted to put these videos up for free um i mean as long as they're not you know detrimental to the brand that they're you know showing in the video even then it shouldn't really even fucking matter because it's not officially from that company but uh it defined detrimental to the brand i mean like are you saying like let's say like i did a dark tower video where i absolutely lambasted the dark tower for like 30 minutes well i'm sorry 22 minutes because of editing and with a bunch of cool little graphics and pictures and implements of destruction well, and I mean, then sony was like like hmm they they he talked a massive amount of shit about the dark tower no i mean first of all that shit got flagged before it even completely uploaded, so there's right, no way they right. would have known it was a negative video. I'm just saying. Secondly, um, no, I mean, if you're doing a review on something, you're doing an opinion. Like, slandering them and shit. So it's, it should still be fair, in my opinion. But, like, even if, like I said, even if you're putting this shit up for free, and they flag your shit, and they still allow it to run, they get money. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're stopping you from making money so that off of their shit they're like hey, and and if they do claim it in that way they can put ads on it even if you're not running ads on it exactly that's what i'm talking about and they get paid for your your work that you're doing for free for the good of the internet i guess i mean poor shit yeah squeaky by the way i just looked at your icon it's cool <laughs> pretty cool well, let's take those last few minutes here. Let's we're gonna start doing a segment. Uh, we try to do Dashly D's before, but uh, I'm not good at board games, and Neil sucks at, at trivia. So, <laughs> actually, I'm pretty damn good at trivia. But um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about some video games here because you know we claim to be all about video games, and I, that's, all, that's my life. We don't talk a whole lot about video games on the podcast because we figure. Uh, we would expand our audience and you know get everybody involved, but since we uh, claim to be nerds, I think we uh, should talk about video games a little. Claim? Bit. I just spent forty-five minutes talking about how I was upset to movie compared to a book. <laughs> Fuck you and your kind of nerd talk. <laughs> so, uh, the new expansion of Hearthstone just came out. Knights of the Frozen Throne. Knights of the Frozen Throne. Nice of the throws and phone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I really like it. Phone. <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of changed up the game quite a bit. Broken a whole lot of shit in a sense that there was a very clear formula. It's it's cutting out. I'm sorry. I'm here. It's just just talking to the mic, baby. Yeah. Put it okay. put it right in your mouth. You put it right in your mouth. Say it like you mean it. There's, there was a very clear formula on how you um, how you play Hearthstone before this expansion. It was you got your control, you got your aggro, and you got a little bit of a you know a hybrid in between, and that shit got boring, um, especially after month two, the same shit. So they brought out like these new hero cards that completely swing the game in your favor, but then you know. Both. Hold, on, hold, on, hold on a second. I have to answer this question. I have to answer this fucking question. You give me one moment. Look, fuck Ayaka. It's all about Ryoka. When I was when Chenji Muyo first came out, it was on it was on Toonami. I was in love with Ryoko. Like when I say a love, I mean it was a pure love that I wanted to just sexually destroy this woman. 
repeatedly until death. Huh? Ryoko is bae. Absolutely. I mean, like, I, I, and I would be lying if I didn't say that I am actively still searching for a body pillow of Ryoko. But I'm terrified I'll find one. Because I'm like, I'm like, but she's so pure and beautiful and kind. And I just, I don't, (laughs) do I want to just destroy it like I did the other ones? Or do I? Yes, <laughs> I do. I do. I really do. I'm sorry, Neil. Continue. What anime is that? I, that was that, that was very important. Yeah, yeah that Tenchi was Tenchi Muyo. Muyo, Tenchi Muyo, Tenchi Universe, Tenchi in Tokyo. I did watch Tenchi. Yay! All right, cool. If you can you can uh, you can watch the Weebcast. <laughs> <laughs> you can. Yeah. No. You can't be squeaky, on I will not. Yet. Can't be on it, but you can watch it. Squeaky, I will not calm down because <laughs> Ryoko is bae. <laughs> So what games she was you guys my first playing? love, and I love his porn. <laughs> yeah, where were we? Talking about vidges. Um, so yeah, her, uh, Nights of the Frozen so- Frozen Throne. I like Frozen it. Phone. I like it a lot. And um, yeah. What do you guys got going on over there? Fucker. <laughs> <gasps> Look, I had to answer a very important question. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to get mad. God. I will, though. Look how bitter he is. Little bitter baby. <laughs> Good thing he's going to bed soon. <laughs> I love you. Um, I have been playing. Um, well, I'm playing Warhammer. Uh, but I did that on stream. Uh, the other than that, I really haven't been playing much of anything. Oh, I was playing Banished. Yeah, how's uh, that? It is. It is a very angry, a very angry SimCity, where. <laughs> It makes you feel bad, sort of. Um, <laughs> if I had, if I could feel bad, I'm sure that I would. For for building, because you had to like build. Start. We start with six families, and you have to build out, and you have to uh, expand. But you have to make sure you have enough food to like last the winter and firewood and shit like that. And like each family and each person has a name and they have a job, so like they learn like a, a trade skill. But like you have to be really, you have to slowly expand versus like Sim City where you're like. I'm going to build this fucking neighborhood because I have the money. I'm going to build this neighborhood because I have the fun money. I'm going to build this industry because I have the money. It has nothing to do with money. It has everything to do with resources. And in the case of Banish, it's like, you know, you, you make one house. Well, that one house now houses a family, which is man, woman, children. And now it throws out of whack your firewood supply and your food supply and your stone supply and all your supplies that you have coming into town. So then... Because you built that one house, which houses a new family, and even though that gives you more jobs and that makes it so everything runs better, you may or may not have just started a famine on accident because you didn't supply enough food and then have enough crop rotation to counter what you just did. So I may or may not have killed 35 children. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like child dead, child dead, child dead. And I'm like, well, you people better get to fucking because we need some stone cutters. Because uh, that winner ain't gonna give a shit about who's left. So, <laughs> the squeaky and I'm gonna, we, I'm uh, actually going to buy, I'm actually gonna buy that. Since Sinua's sacrifice. Yep, Sinua's sacrifice. Sinua's I'm, I'm gonna buy that. I mean, it, 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 it's, it's, it strikes all, all my buttons. It's about Norse shit, Ragnarok, high graphics because I'm, I'm a graphic, graphics hedonist, and. Um, uh, female protagonist that is just absolutely badass. I need to pay Hooker to dress as Ryoko, probably because I don't want to hurt Ryoko. Dan, where are you going to find that kind of costume? You know, 
fucking eBay. Are you kidding me? And why wait? And if you do find that sort of costume, why waste it on a hooker? Right. Because called... you got it on eBay. <laughs> you get yourself a high quality call girl. How about you, Ryan? Probably, you know, cosplay videos of Ryoko out there, but I'd probably cry watching them. (laughs) (laughs) You can't suck his dick! It's not right! (laughs) Get that dirty thing out of your mouth! (laughs) Gross. (laughs) I'm done. Okay, what are you playing, Ryan? I am currently playing a lot of CrossCode. If you didn't catch my stream of it, it's a... 2D sort of 16-bit uh, indie action RPG. It's almost it reminds me of like if Fantasy Star Online and Ragnarok Online had a baby that was Secret of Mana. <laughs> I fucking love it so far. It looks really. It's good not a great. It. It's not a great stream game because there's a lot of text and a lot of chatting in be- in between like running quests and stuff like that. It's been really fun though. But I am also going to be streaming a lot of Fallout New Vegas. I have a game that I am saving specifically for stream. So Very cool, very cool. I think I think whenever I play Hellblade I'll probably do I'll probably do a straight up uh edited let's play versus doing it live. Because I did I did Resident Evil Seven live and I didn't really get a whole lot of traction on it. Yeah, I mean that's what I get for playing. I play a lot of horror games though, and I I think I'm probably boring to watch horror games with because all I do is make fun of them. Yeah, you don't you don't do jump scares. You just get Tara on there. <laughs> I'm going to. That is actually something that's uh, that's already planned. We're probably going to start uh, filming it this weekend. But um, she and I are going to be playing Slender: The Arrival. Nice, nice. She may or may not survive. I, I'm sorry. I may or may not survive depending on how pissed off she gets. So. Your, your earbuds. <laughs> Yeah, uh, she she may or may not rip off my mustache. <laughs> well, thanks for dropping by, Squeaky. Appreciate it. We're going to wrap it up here. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please like, rate, comment, subscribe. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. And various other media platforms. What else do we have? I don't even remember anymore. Uh, we used to have an Instagram that we don't use. Um, yeah, I mean, we don't ever leave the house, so... <gasps> I leave the house every day. You should take some pictures, <laughs> Frank. Put them on Instagram. So I can just take pictures of my motorcycle all the time? Sure. Something. We got we very little like, on there. Look at my, like my motorcycle. <laughs> I'm so, my selfie is so out of control. Yeah, dude. That pillow. I find that pillow. I, um... I mean, my problem with looking for for a new pillow is that there are so many that I want that it's hard for me to like. By the time that I get like halfway through the first page, I'm already spent, and I just kind of lay there and I just feel guilt for a little while. That's not Frank, true. Frank's gonna need to build an addition onto his home just to store all of his body pillows. On my waifus. <laughs> <laughs> this is the waifu room. Yeah, this is the wifey room. Nobody judge me, please. <laughs> That's the only time that I'll ever like actually call for a safe space. Just because I don't want to hear people. <laughs> I don't want to hear the commentary. <laughs> That's daddy study. Don't go in there. <laughs> daddy nice. doesn't study anything in particular, but he does jerk off a lot. <laughs> oh, daddy daddy studies. Daddy studies. Dad widow make a booty dough. <laughs> studies 2D anatomy. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Bye.
Where's my outro? Oh man, that production value. <laughs> hey, do you want me to get it? <laughs> Frank has a song in mind. I, have, I do have a song in mind. Uh, you ready? The song's been playing, but my outro isn't playing. Oh, oh. <laughs> Look at this photograph! Every time I do it makes me laugh! That's literally all I know of that song. I need to learn the rest of it. <laughs> Alright, we're fucking done. She had a couple of kids since then. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen her since Garden of the Wind! <laughs>